Hello and welcome to the Knitting on the Run podcast, where it's always knitting and fun in 30 minutes or less. Show notes can be found at windswepknits.com. You can find me on Instagram and Ravelry as windswepmoni, and on Facebook and Twitter as windswepknits. This is episode 94, recorded September 17th. 2021, and segments this week include deep thoughts, FOs, whips, out and about, I've got sunshine. A quick note on Ravelry, all links to Ravelry in the show notes are clearly labeled as such. All yarn links are directly to the manufacturer or dyer's website. Hey all, I'm back. So yeah, first up, deep thoughts. Yes, it has been a half of a year, but here I am again. I did a lot of thinking over the last six months about why I podcast and did I even want to continue podcasting. And the truth is, I love having my own podcast. I love talking to you all about patterns and yarns that most of you haven't tried. And of course, I love the Be a Helper Craft Along, as helping others is something very near and dear to my heart. But I felt a pressure to accomplish something for every episode or acquire something for the stash segment, or do more so I would have something more to show you what I've done. Even when life felt bonkers, I felt like I had to do something, or finish something, or start something to talk about here. And with COVID, and kids and a husband at home, I had very little spare time to knit anything, let alone finish anything. And of course, I know logically, you folks don't magically expect me to finish a sweater every week. Of course I know that. But I still felt the weight of that pressure Uh, whether it was self-imposed or otherwise. So after a time, I thought about what I want out of the podcast and how I could fit it into my life. And I came to the realization that, of course, I want to podcast still, but I also want to make it more fluid because sometimes I take a break from knitting to diamond paint or cross stitch or cook or read a book. So the podcast will always be 30 minutes or less but it's going to reflect my actual life a little bit more and not some idealized version of myself. That being said, on to finished objects because it's been six months, so I actually do have some finished objects to share with you all. I honestly don't remember all the stuff I finished in six months, so I'm just going to highlight a few things here. First up is the slice of summer shawl. And this was my New Year's cast on using Brenda and Heather Yarn's watermelon shawl ball, which they in the past have offered both on wool bases as well as the cotton bamboo base that I used. And I've linked to that in the show notes. I have worn this several times during the summer and I get amazing compliments out of this. People are just, you know, totally flabbergasted. That is so beautiful. Oh my goodness, where you get that? <gasps> you made this? I love this. How do it, it's, you know, the truth be told, the genius is all Brenda and Heather because it's one skein of yarn and it looks like a slice of watermelon. Literally. I, I mean, it's gorgeous. They get the pink with the black spots in the middle and the pattern. I use their pattern and so you, it's a very, a few yarn overs here and there um, to do increases and stuff like that, but it helps kind of make the seeds look even more, a little bit spread throughout. And then you get down to that kind of whitish green color like you get on a proper watermelon rind and then down to a beautiful variegated green for the rind itself. And it's just beautiful. I love it. And everybody who's seen it in public keeps coming up to me and saying, oh my goodness, this is so cool. Where'd you find this? (laughs) I also finished two new design samples that I cannot talk about much yet, but I am very excited at what is coming. So we'll leave that there. And I have crocheted a ton of water balloons. 
a box full of about 22 or 24 water balloons for my friend's kids for Christmas. They were up visiting in August in their car, and I was able to hand them a wrapped box before they drove back to Virginia. So that is one less package for me to mail in December, which is very exciting. On to works in progress. For whips, I am focusing a lot on the Priestess Coat by Morale Fiber. I'm using a variety of colors of line brand shawl in a ball. Primarily, I'm using the Feng Shui colorway, which is a, a black to gray to white gradient. And that's for the body of the coat. And then a variety of jewel tones for the inserts. So there are six sort of diamondy shaped inserts at the bottom. So you have like a, like a kerchief style lower hem. And then I have, I think I'm planning on doing a jewel tone, like a sapphire blue hood. It's a gradient color I have also in Shawl and a Ball, but I think that would be spectacular on the hood. And I haven't decided what I'm going to do. You knit the sort of front panels last, you know, if you wanted to um, to do a button band, that's where you, you know, it's basically the button band, but I'm choosing not to do buttons. The, the pattern does not call for buttons, but you could put them there. But I haven't decided if I'm going to keep going with the, with the feng shui black to gray to white, or if I'm going to use a pop-up color, maybe a purple or something. I'll have to wait and see. I'm going to do the rest first and then make that decision last. I want to see how the colors interact. I'm really excited. I am also really excited because I've been, you know, doing Tunisian crochet for months now in white, gray, black, gray, white, gray, black, gray. And upcoming, I get to work with color. Yay! I'm so excited. Another thing I'm working on is a design sample that's in progress, and I, this is a tank top I'm making with Haiku's Pop Cycle yarn. It's a 50-50 bamboo polyester blend, and every skein uses two recycled plastic bottles, like soda bottles, water bottles, that sort of thing. And you know me, I love recycled and reclaimed fibers, so that is a lot of fun. It is actually a great yarn to work with. I really enjoy working with it. It's nice and light, and it's really soft against your skin. I'm, I want to say I'm nearly done, but I'm getting close. I'm at the hip increases, so this will be done very soon. I can't wait for that. Also, new socks. These are for a dear friend for Christmas who loves hand knits. It's a new to me sock yarn, bamboo pop sock in the sunset colorway. And that's kind of a, I don't want to call it a pastel rainbow, but it's sort of a rainbowy. It's got, and it's not quite in order of a rainbow. It's got pink and gold and blue and a reddish and green and they kind of they don't go full stripes so so there's like little small stripes of color and then a big section of color and then you know stripes and then so it's really nice it's not just a, a a you know a series of stripes one after the other I'm enjoying it and the yarn is a little bit thinner than a regular bamboo pop I'd say it feels a lot like a kabasi sock yarn it's a joy to knit with. It's got a little bit of stretch, so it doesn't doesn't behave like a, a bamboo or a, a cotton yarn traditionally does. And it comes wound into a ball rather like a Zauer ball yarn does. So you can cast on immediately, which is great because you can, you know, buy it. And if you have your needles handy, just start right away. Diamond painting. So I'm going to introduce you to a new craft that I started back in January. If you've never done diamond painting before, think of it like paint by number or cross stitch, only faster and sparklier. So the magpie in me loves this. You, When you buy a diamond painting kit, you get a canvas that has a chart on it, and the chart is covered in a tacky glue-like substance. 
and that's got a protective protective plastic cover over it. You also get packages of uh, multifaceted resin pieces, and they're either round or square. You can you you know on the on the cover of the box you're buying, which you get. A lot of people have strong preferences. Uh, I'll talk about that at a at a later point. So these little resin pieces are often referred to as either drills or diamonds. So what you do is you peel back the protective cover and use the included included diamond pen to place the colored resin drills on the matching spot on the chart. And some drills, you know, come pearlescent, some are really sparkly, some are glow in the dark, and you know, you can see by the picture you're getting on the box what colors you're getting. So it's a lot of fun. I'm currently about 60% of the way through a, a diamond painting called Bubble Bubble Chocolate Trouble. This is based on a painting by Randall Spangler, and it's manufactured by Diamond Art Club. And this painting is so cute. It's two little green dragons wearing witches' hats and stirring a giant cauldron full of hot chocolate with a haunted house in the background and packages of cocoa and marshmallows on the side. And it is just adorable. And you folks, uh, those of you who have listened in the in the past may remember that my older son is actually born on Halloween. So uh, he loves this one. We're definitely going to hang it up probably in the kitchen as soon as I'm done because it's going to take me probably another week or two to, to finish it. So I'll probably finish it in oct- early October and then we'll go hang that in our kitchen for the Halloween season. Stash. Well, I did accumulate a bit of yarn uh, while I was away, but I'm only going to talk about one this week because just this week I bought three skeins of a new to me yarn, and that is Go for Faux Thick and Quick from Lion Brand. This is a fake fur yarn that is I'm not sure technically what the what the difference between bulky and super bulky is, but it's up there. It's huge, but it's really really pretty and really really soft. And this is going to be the cuff, of, sorry, the edging of the cuff and the hood of the priestess coat that I mentioned earlier. So that's going to be beautiful. And I have it in the baked Alaska colorway, which is an off-white. And it, it matches the kind of off-white of the uh, feng shui shawl in a ball perfectly. It's a, it's a great match. So I am going to squeeze in a little bit of shameless self-promotion here. So for those of you who are still listening, you get a sneak peek at what's coming up next week. Because in a week, I'll be launching a new pattern for the first time since 2019. This is a shawl named Line Where the Sky Meets the Sea, launching on Friday, September 24th, and it will be available on Ravelry, Lovecrafts, and Payhip. And to my loyal listeners, you can use the code PODCAST on both Ravelry and Payhip to save 25%. The shawl is inspired by the lyrics from Moana. I'm sure you all know the song, you know, there's a line where the sky meets the sea and it calls me. And that is a feeling I know so well. So the shawl launches on September 24th. That is a week from today, the day I am recording, and I cannot wait to share it with you. Out and about virtually. So we actually have things happening in person. So it's not all virtual now, which is really exciting. New York Sheep and Wool is currently still happening in Rhinebeck, New York, October 16th and 17th. At the moment, I'm 50-50 about going. I do have tickets for both days but I'm not sure, I'm not 100% sure if I go, if I will go, I should say. My husband and I and our parents are all vaccinated, but my kids are too young to get the vaccine. And let's be honest, the Delta variant has me very nervous. I have a good friend who's a pediatrician, and I don't want my kids to be what she sees in her office. So I'll probably be making that decision at the last minute, 
One point, just to say two points in its favor, is that Rhinebeck is outdoors. So if I want to go and just hang out outdoors and actually not go into the barns, but maybe order stuff online or run in with a face mask for 30 seconds, buy a skin and run out from a quiet vendor, that's a possible option. Uh, the other good thing is I have, I'm using free hotel points to get the hotel room. So if I have to cancel at the last second, I'm not going to lose any money. So that is a plus. But I will let you know once I have decided my heart really wants to go because I miss my dating family so much. But I also want to keep my family safe. So for virtual stuff going on right now, there's a lot of fun things. Vogue Knitting Live the Live at Home is coming up October 7th through 10th, and there will be another one in November. GGKCS Podcast is having their annual Autumnal Owl. Visit their Facebook page for more details. Downseller Studios Pigskin Party is up and running. You can participate on Instagram or on Ravelry, so you have options if Ravelry is a problem for you. I am linking to Boston Jen's website in my show notes, which has all the details and the sign-up page. This year, I am again both a sponsor and a participant, and it's lots of fun. I definitely recommend it. A little information. So you're divided into teams. You can participate as much or as little as you want. You earn points for your team. It's virtual points. You know, it's it's along the lines of, you know, everything is made up and the points don't matter. If you understand the reference, you'll get what I mean. But it's just a lot of fun. And, you know, the winning the winning team gets, you know, cheering rights on it and online for the next, you know, week or two. But it's a lot of fun and you get to meet other knitters. And actually, I'm, I'm really lucky I am on a knitting team with some folks that I know and have met at either in person or in knitting um, retreats in the past. So I haven't seen in forever. So that's a lot of fun. And it's just a fun way to kind of hang out and, you know, virtually. I highly recommend it. And also, I saw that Stitches Live has an event coming up. I should say this is actually a Stitches Expo at home, and I'm not 100% certain what the difference is between Stitches at home and Stitches Expo at home, but this is coming up October 8th through 10th. And if you have any events you would like me to share, please go ahead, email me at windsweptmonique at gmail.com, or there is a contact form on the website, windswepknits.com. I've got sunshine, so let's end this I'm back show on a happy note. I have two small but big things that parents will understand. First off, both my kids are in the same school this year for the first time ever. And two, this summer my kindergartner learned to buckle his seatbelt by himself. Woohoo! Yay! So if you've never been a parent to a small child, you're probably thinking I'm nuts right now, but trust me, this is huge. Can I tell you how nice it is to not be standing in the rain or snow or 100 degree heat buckling kids in for the first time in 10 years? 10 years. I can actually just get in the car when it's raining. It's marvelous. I am so happy. <laughs> Trust me, I worked hard this summer to make sure. Also, you know, it's easier for a kindergartner who can buckle and unbuckle their seatbelt. So I worked out. We started it actually last spring and, you know, it's a little, it's hard for those, you know, those, those little hands to get that seatbelt all the way across their bodies. And having sprained my wrist a few weeks ago, you know, I, I get this more now because I had trouble buckling my seatbelt for, you know, a little while. And it wasn't the, actually the putting the thing in the buckle. It was the grabbing it behind me and pulling it across my body. So I do have empathy for them, but oh boy. It is so nice when all your kids can buckle their own seatbelts. It's marvelous. And back to that kids in the same school thing. I only have one drop-off and one pickup this year. 
and that has made our schedule so much simpler. Oh, just trying to schedule somebody to come over and fix something like the plumber or the electrician or making doctor's appointments. I, I you know, I can get, I can pick up kid A and then rush him to this before then returning to pick up kid B. I don't have to worry about that. It's it's just so much easier. So, oh boy, I am I am very happy, very very happy, and I am also very happy to be back. I will definitely see you next week. I still have not decided 100% between a weekly schedule and an every other week schedule. I think it depends on, well, right now it depends on how my wrist heals, <laughs> quite frankly. Let's be, let's be brutally honest with you because my wrist is still not 100%, so I'm not knitting and crocheting and anything quickly. The only thing I can do quickly is diamond painting because it only takes one hand and I can use my uninjured hand. But I will let you know what I decide. But in the meantime, I hope you are all healthy and happy and staying safe. And I will see you all next week. Keep those legs and those needles moving. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye.